So over the last few days, um, multiple people have either mentioned, um, reflected with me about, or asked about shame, or um, perhaps used terminology that's slightly different, but ultimately about this subject. So I thought I would do a dive into the experience of shame. Um, so let's just start with when it was in your past, in your childhood, that you started to feel like there was something wrong with you. Now, I know we're jumping right in the deep end, and this can be <laughs> triggering depending on how um, comfortable you are in this territory. So many people watching this have um, touched into these spaces many times before in themselves and will be comfortable here or comfortably uncomfortable. But for some, it's shocking to even um, be confronted with that question of when was it that you started to perceive there was something wrong with you? Um, we have layers of defense mechanisms, layers of identity structures, layers of persona that we use to mitigate the effect of that core of shame or the core of the feeling that something's wrong with us. And it sort of has this, um, this inflection of something being wrong with life or the world, but but really when it's shame, it's that light, that spotlight turned directly inward to that sense of there being something wrong with me. So it can be helpful to just take a moment to think back. Think back to when it was in your childhood that you started to feel like something's not right with me. And I would say most of the time, you know, if not all of the time, perhaps indirectly sometimes, this is associated with being around another person, another adult. Um, well, not another adult. You're not an adult in that moment. But an adult, a parent, often a teacher sometimes. But it can be a sibling. can be really anyone. But often it comes in the form of communication. You're having an interaction with someone and the way they look at you, the way they speak to you, or what they directly say to you, or what, whether they um, harm you in some way, physically touch you, can be, uh, any of those situations can be the that initial perception you have, or at least the initial perception you remember that, wow, something's wrong with me. Now, everybody in my experience actually has this if they take a moment to feel back into it or think back to it. And if, if you try and you just feel like a sense of disgust or a sense of anger or rejection of this, this exercise, that's fine, totally. It may not be the time to do this, but I would say that those feelings or those perceptions are kind of on the outskirts. They mean that there is something probably there. Now, if this feels completely neutral to you and you're able to go right back down to, you know, these times in your childhood where someone said something that started to form a perception of who you were and there's no charge there anymore, um, that's great. You can do you can do enough work around this where you remember these moments, but the charge has become basically neutral. But usually that takes a lot of exploration and a lot of work. Um, work meaning uh, time spent 
feeling into these things and inquiring. But yeah, if you feel a, a, just a rejection of this whole exercise, uh, especially a visceral uh, rejection or anger or anything like that, that's usually a sign that there is something there. Maybe it's not the time to investigate it, or maybe it is, um, but you can always come back. You can always come back to this. So yeah, just feel in. And remember, what was the situation? Where were you? What were you doing? What was said to you? And what was your conclusion? I think this is where it's really helpful to stop and go, okay, that happened. The adult said that or did that. I felt this. Um, here's the situation I was in. Here's the environment I was in. And then really remember, what did you conclude about it? And at that moment, it may not have been an overt conclusion. You may not have concluded, well, something's really wrong with me. But there was probably some impression like that at that point. And you may have had some other conclusions like, whatever I do, I'll never X, Y, Z. I'll stay away from a person like that. Or I will work really hard to be a good person. Or who knows what conclusions a child's mind comes up with. But it's helpful to just see those conclusions, actually. Now, this is uncomfortable space. So often when you're doing this, you're not going to feel comfortable at all. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You may even have a physical reaction to it, a body reaction. But it's okay. You can, you can spend a moment here and just ask, well, what conclusions did I make about myself here? And it can also be helpful. What conclusions did I make about relationships here? And this can affect every relationship you have from there on. And it does. It affects your relationship with authority, with authority figures, with romantic partners, with children, with parents, with coworkers. It affects everything. So it's helpful to realize what the conclusions were and how those shaped our interactions, our beliefs about people, our beliefs about ourself in the world and ourself in various situations, about safety, all of it. So that's where I would start, actually. If you're interested in exploration into um, shame, is just go back and Remember, when was it that you started to feel like something was wrong with you? And there may be multiple times. Like for me, I can think of multiple times where just the way someone looked at me or something they said, the internal experience was like, hmm. You know, looking back now, I, I can see also I was picking up their internal experience as well. I was empathically being impressed with their, their shame, their pain, their whatever, self-doubt. But in the moment, there was also an internal experience of like, huh, something must be wrong with me because that person said there was, or they looked at me like there was, or whatever. So I can remember like a handful of things like that. And then, you know, as I got older, I could see how they tended to repeat themselves, uh, even when I was the one doing it in one sense. Like I become the one who um, invalidates another person or whatever, right? So you can see how these manifest, but it's really helpful to go back to the early ones, to the earliest ones where you started forming those ideas about yourself, about people, about all of it. Um, 
Yeah, once you do that, and you can unpack that for a year, you could take a, a lot of time really looking into those beliefs and how they've shaped your interactions. And when you really see that clearly, you'll often see that even in your simple interactions now as an adult, whether it's with a friend, a romantic partner, a child, a parent, a boss, a sibling, you'll see that you actually have that same belief operating. Maybe a different version of it, a subtler version of it, or you've built coping mechanisms and communication styles based on that belief. So you're not really directly aware of the belief about how people are, or how you are uh, in the moment, but you're aware of the coping mechanism formed because of that belief. So this may seem kind of general, but I'm keeping it general because there's a lot you can explore here if you're willing to like go through those few steps. And again, 90% of this is the willingness, willingness to go back and be uncomfortable and really explore it. And just feeling is valuable as well. Just know, even though it feels uncomfortable, the mere feeling, the mere experience of it is valuable. Um, that's most of it for the moment. So leave me some comments, let me know whether that hits. I can obviously go a lot deeper into practices around this, but this is the kind of thing where just being aware of it is what's so important because there's something about shame that wants to remain hidden, right? I don't know if it wants to, I don't know if there's a volition to it, but something about it tends to stay hidden, tends to say, don't look here, I don't wanna look here. We'd rather stay with our behavior patterns because they're comfortable and, and we kind of know how they'll affect the situation, even if it's not the best way it could be affected. We still feel comfortable to stay in those than to just keep going back and going, wait a minute, why do I react that way? Do I have to? Why do I interact that way? Why do I see people that way? Do I have to? Well, I don't know. Let me look back at my very early formation of beliefs about people and interactions and myself. So, yeah, let me know how that goes for you.